Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League, an all-rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about Olakawatu, tabled an eight-year, $850,000 deal by the Manly Seagulls. eight hundred and fifty dollars per year for eight years. Massive deal there. Very talented back rower, mind you. Ahamole Olakawatu at his best. One of the better back rowers in the competition by a mile. He has so much upside. Great under a high ball uh, and really tough as well. Such a tough competitor. Uh, Let's have a look at the contract that he's on now and compare it to what he's about to get, which is 850K. So at the moment, reportedly... He's on 650K uh, until 2025. Um, So the deal would be from 2026 onwards. Um, I don't even know if you're allowed to negotiate for that, to be honest. Anyway, the deal is till from 2026 onwards. So eight years from 2026, 2026 plus eight. By the way, drop the subject, so do not judge me there. That'd be to 2034. Now, how old is Hamale Olakawatu? That's what I want to know. How old is Hamale Olakawatu? 25. So 25 plus 8. So again, drop the subject. Don't judge. 33. So that's pretty much the rest of his career. That's the rest of his career that he would be signing on for. So that's a big decision for him to make. Now, is it the right call from the Manly Seagulls? Do you offer a guy a deal for the rest of his career? Obviously, Tino has had that deal happen with him. 10-year deal. I believe he's 20... I think he's only 21, Tino. Let me have a look at that now. Uh, Tino Fasulamalaoui. He is 23. So 10 years will be 33. It's pretty much the exact same deal. Pretty much, technically. Technically, the exact same deal. Because uh, they're both signing on until they're 25-ish, uh, 35-ish. So, yeah, big deal for um, Hamale Olakawatu. That is massive stuff. That is a lot of commitment if he signs that. Now, 850K per year. You could do a lot worse than 850K per year. To be honest, I think I deserve 850K per year, wink, wink. But um, it, it's a big contract. I don't know if there's many other back rowers in the competition other than your top-notch back rowers. And I'm not saying that Hamale Olakawatu isn't a top-notch back rower because at the start of the podcast, we literally said he was, and he is. But yeah, 850K at this early in his career, at 23 years of age, is a lot of money. 650K now for him, I think, is massive. Absolutely massive. He would have signed that deal when he was 21. So they've got a lot of faith in him. I think that they've got a lot of faith that he'll stay as well. It is a big contract. I'm very keen to see what he does there, Hamole Olakawatu, but it's a lot of money for a back rower. If I'm picking how much money I'm paying Hamole Olakawatu, I'm probably keeping him on the same coin. Unless the manager has said, we're not staying if you offer us the same contract. uh, My client's worth more, blah, blah, blah. But 850K is massive. Now, hopefully most of that is in under-the-table payments. But eight years, 850K for Hamole Olakawatu is a massive, massive deal. And I'm very keen to see um, if he does take it or if he looks to get maybe a little bit of a shorter deal 
Um, you know, I think, as I said, eight years is pretty much to the rest of his career. So uh, maybe he looks to get a little bit of a shorter deal. I'm not sure. But yeah, very keen to see what happens over the next few days in terms of this eight-year, 850 per, 850K per year deal. I'm very keen to see what happens. Now, let's talk about Josh Curran going to the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Massive signing for the Bulldogs, but they are still one front rower away from being a real strike weapon through the middle. Um, I think that Josh Curran's great, but, you know, they they did lose Corey Waddell the other day. They only just lost Corey Waddell, so... Yeah, I mean, look, it's a great signing. They They are still one front rower away from greatness, but, you know... Josh Curran is such a competitor. I imagine he'll start. I imagine he'll start at lock forward. I think he'll start in the middle. Uh, He'll do a great job in the middle there too. In that lock forward role, I think he'll play a very good role there. He was there for a little bit for the Warriors. So I imagine he'll do that for the Bulldogs there through the middle because they do need a bit of mongrel through the middle. And then they just need one more front rower. And they need a starting mongrel front rower. We sort of went through the same thing um, for the West Tigers in the last podcast when we were discussing the Bradman Best deal. If you haven't heard that yet, make sure you go back and have a listen to that one. But we go through pretty much every front rower that's off contract at the end of 2024. You know, I'd be looking at some of those guys for the Bulldogs and potentially getting one for 2025. If you're not patient enough looking for one to get straight away, but I don't think there's too many players that are still off contract right now. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's going to be a very interesting next few weeks for the Bulldogs. I imagine, though, that front rowers is at the top of their agenda in terms of recruits. But yeah, look, as I said, there's a lot of guys that are off, off contract in terms of front rowers uh, that the uh, Bulldogs can poach going into 2025 if they want to wait one more year. But they're not doing too bad in terms of recruits. A lot of people are saying that they're in a bit of a shit spot at the moment. They're not the worst in the worst spot. I think they're a solid, experienced, you know, halfback and a front rower away from being a top eight side. I think that's they're only a little bit away, and maybe just you know they need this year to this coming year to figure out the spine and how that's going to work. Whether you know Stephen Crichton is the fullback or you go with Blake Taff. Uh, you know, figuring out how the spine looks going into next year, uh, but also then, you know, getting those guys for 2025. I think this year is just sort of a taste tester year. Again, I don't, I don't think they're going to be a top eight side this year. It is going to be that taste testing year for the Bulldogs, but uh, Josh Curran, a great step forward. Don't, don't deny that he's a step forward because he is a step forward in terms of the direction where they're going. Um, but I think that, as I said, they are an experienced half a back and someone that can steer the ship for Matt Burton so Matt Burton can play his footy. And then also a, a front rower away from being a real threat in this competition, from being that top eight side because they've definitely got the roster to be a top eight side. They just need a, a controlling halfback. And look, we might get to the end of next year and think, fuck, Toby Sexton, he's had a great year. And the Bulldogs are in a decent position going into 2025. But I just don't see that happening. I think Toby Sexton's a little too early in his career to be that guy. Uh, we did see good signs when he did play his first two games for the Bulldogs. But I need to see more to be con- totally convinced. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, it, they are they are moving forward, not backwards. So... 
yeah, look, very keen to see what happens over the next few days for them. As I said, they do need a front rower. They are going to be looking for a front rower, whether that's for next year or for 2025. They are desperate for forwards that lead the way. Uh, and I'm very keen to see what they do over the next few days as well. Wait.